Hey everybody, this is Erin. Just wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about Campus Pride. This is an organization that represents the leading national nonprofit 501c3 organization for student leaders and campus groups working to create a safer college environment for LGBT students. To learn more, visit www.campuspride.org. Welcome to the outhouse. It's like a confessional. But without all the touching. We're your hosts. I'm Erin. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that we received an email from M that says, Could you pass on my thanks to Crow, please? I'm struggling a lot with my gender identity right now, and that podcast was just amazingly good timing. Thank you all as well for making the podcast to begin with. Keep at it. You've already helped at least one person. That is so awesome. We you're... appreciate it, M. Thank you. Yep, and you're welcome. So, welcome to the outhouse. I'm Erin. I'm Matt. And I'm Dominic. Dominic is our guest today. Dominic, um, do you, well, first, Aaron, tell me a little bit about Dominic. He's gay. For now, I'm gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm kind of in the same boat where I'm learning there is more facets of just being gay. So I don't know, eventually might be something other than gay. I don't know. Right now, I self-identify as gay. That's cool. So, so you I see like there's like some, some room for uh, either further self-exploration or... Because what do you mean by? Um, I just now? think uh, like sexuality into categories sometimes just it doesn't apply to everyone. Um, like even just like straight or gay, but there's so many different versions of gay, and I have different friends of different versions of gay, and a lot of lesbian friends that still like guys sometimes. So, um, and I can't say like I am mostly attracted to men, but I can't say that I would never be in a relationship with a woman. Which sounds weird to say, because I would have never thought that maybe like five or six years ago, but I don't want to limit myself. Surprisingly not strange to hear that. Right. Yeah. This no. is amazing because you, you're the second person that yeah. we've had so far who, yeah, has said that essentially. So how old were you when you started realizing that you may be gay? I think, if I think back, I think my first crush was probably like eighth grade. Um, one that I realized that I had a crush on a classmate. It was apparent when I was probably even three or four. Wow. Um, you know, I, I used to say, I'm going to grow up just to be just like mom. <laughs> and, and my yes. mom would be like, no, <laughs> you know, you're going to grow up to look like dad, you know. And I was just like, I, I don't get what that means. You know, yeah. I just, I want to grow up to look, be like you, mom. Or, And not saying that that made me gay, but just I kind of, I leaned more towards, um, I guess, liking things girls are supposed to like, I guess, and guys are not supposed to like, but, um, but yeah, eighth grade, probably the first time I realized I had a crush on guys. And that's when I started to be like, all right, hide it, hide it, hide it. Yeah. Cause I was in church and all that at the oh, time. Yeah. So, so you were in like the church pew and you were staring over at somebody and like, Oh yeah, I was an altar boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, um, I was story. like hardcore Catholic, um, went to church you know, not just Sunday. We used to go like Monday to youth group and Tuesday to Bible study. And a lot of that is what suppressed me from actually coming out um, until, you know, later in high school. So. so was this a religious school that you were in? Nope. I still went to regular high school, but okay. my parents or my mom especially was very involved in church. Um, she still is now, but it was just kind of a way for our family to get together and do something together. Yeah. Um, 
I enjoyed it back then, and I still appreciate everything I learned from all that. So that's good. Yeah. So you were in the eighth grade when you first had a crush, when yes. you realized you had a crush on yes. a boy. Yes. Kind of go into that a little bit more. Uh, I mean, it was just every day I was excited to go sit next to this boy, and because we sat right next to each other in English class, um, and it was just oh. like, well, what can I talk to him about? Or you know, and it, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing, but it was just like let's talk about this paper, let's talk about something fun. And, you know, from there, it just, it didn't really go anywhere. And I never expressed it to him or anything. Um, but yeah, but then, you know, certain boys would be like, okay, stutter every word I say, and yeah. like be nervous and <laughs> palms are sweaty. And so, exactly. Yeah. Did you have any uh, girlfriends? I did. <laughs> I had a few. Uh, in high school, I had like three. Um, it was <laughs> up until senior year, uh, I broke up with my last girlfriend and then like a few weeks later is when I actually came out to one of my friends who was also at the time, uh, she was, she was a lesbian. It's kind of like we had that in common. I was like, I can come out to someone finally. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's good to have somebody like that. Yeah. Well, I was in theater and all that, so there were plenty of us around. Um, <laughs> it's just none of us wanted to admit it to each other. Um, it's funny to go back now and look at everyone's. Facebook profiles and everyone you think was gay back then is, is gay. <laughs> so my senior year, I was 17 when I started uh, talking to my friends and that's when I went on my first date uh, right after high school ended. Um, and then I think my brother was the first person I told in my family and I was 18, I think. How did your brother not tell anybody else in your family? Well, um, when I came out to him, he said that him and my mom already knew. And they had already <laughs> talked about it. Um, <laughs> Because my brother was going through something at the time and like I was trying to relate to him on, you know, just getting over stuff and like dealing with issues. And so I was just like, well, um, you know, I'm gay and I deal with these things. So this is how we can relate on that. And uh, he goes, yeah, me and mom, we've talked about it on. They worked at the uh, same place at the time. We talk about it on the way to work all the time. I was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> great. <the> <laughs> like, good. <laughs> yeah. So they were OK with it. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me and my brother was completely fine with it. He already knew. Um, it, it was obvious. Um, me and my mom did not talk about it for a few years after that. I remember that. Yes. I remember talking about that in school. Yeah, because I it would have been the same time yeah. that I was in school with you. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because uh, I, was, I think I was around 20, 21. I was just, I had just moved out, and um, I was in the car with my mom, and she just goes, and I just started driving. She goes, so why don't you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, oh. Uh, Did you jerk the wheel? I was just like, oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, stopped on the brake real quick. And I was like, I, that's a good question, Mom. I don't know. And she goes, that's okay. I, I know about you. And so it wasn't too bad. Were you? It seemed supportive. Yeah. Were you nervous, like, in that moment? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it was just, because um, up until that point, growing up, you know, because we were big into church and you're kind of told that being gay is bad and all that. And, you know, we even talk about it in church. So we'd watch something on TV and it'd be like, like Dawson's Creek, two guys kissing or something like that. Yeah. And my mom would be like, ah, gross. Or I don't think she really realized what the impact of what she was saying was or that she even really had a gay son that would be kind of, I don't know, would mess you up or something to hear, oh, that's gross. When she did just address it and come right out, it was kind of like a little bit of a relief because it was like, okay, maybe she didn't mean all, all those stuff or all that stuff and yeah you know as an adult i can look back and i don't blame her for anything like that so that's good so i'm hearing about your brother and your mom sure but i'm not hearing about your dad yeah let's yeah talk about him um well me and my dad have an interesting relationship 
uh, my parents split up back and forth since I was probably three or four years old. Um, okay. He traveled a lot for work. He still does now. Uh, so, you know, he'd be gone at, in Korea for like six months or something like that. Um, so we weren't very close, um, I guess, emotionally supportive. He was financially everything, good dad and everything. But um, eventually, I think they officially divorced when I was 14. But they had been separated for two or three years at that point. Yeah, me and my dad don't have a very... We don't really talk about relationships at all. Okay. Well, uh, I, I don't know. Like, me and my dad, it's two sentences and then we're done for the weekend. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's pretty religious now. Yeah. He didn't used to be. There was a point where I was going to come out and be, you know, just myself with him maybe about four years ago. Um, but then when he started kind of hounding on me about going to church and like, you know, this is how you live your life. It kind of pushed us away again uh, because I was past all that. I did all that when I was younger and I just wasn't right for me anymore. Um, that way of thinking. That makes sense. I did pull away. There have been a few times where it's just like, I'm just going to blurt it out. Dad, I'm gay. Gay as fuck. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, we just, I don't know. It's actually interesting. I, I ran a 5k yesterday and it was a pride 5k. Yep. And he asked to come. Really? He did. He didn't know it was the Pride 5K. Oh, okay. I just told him I was running a 5K. Um, and I kind of told him not to come in a way. Yeah. Because but he's got to know, right? And that's what everyone says. <laughs> um, I, I assume that he knows. But I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation because we, he'll say wife. Uh, he'll be like, oh, you and your wife in the future, or you and your girlfriend eventually when you fa when you settle down and have so a family. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's either that or it's, I don't know, there could be a lot of things going on there. He could be saying wife in the hopes that you'll stop being gay. Yeah. He could be saying wife because he is having a hard time accepting who you are. Right. Um, or maybe he knows but he doesn't know that you know he knows yeah and so he's just trying to keep things cool like let's just have this conversation and i'll pretend like i think he's straight you know what i mean right there's there's a lot of things that could be happening there and we're an italian family yeah. <laughs> so we uh hide our feelings yep. and we don't talk about the hard stuff um it's just kind of the way it's how my grandpa was it's how my grandma was with with my dad so i see a lot of similarities with the way he was brought up with the way him and i are now uh, where we don't talk about the hard things. Like, it's it's easier to just sweep them under the rug, voting, politics, anything like that that yep. could be controversial. It's like... Boy, I... Yeah. <laughs> so that's your dad. Um yes. But what is your out story you're bringing today? Um, so I would say... Let's see. So I'm just going to interject sure. really quick. There's multiple levels of coming out. I just came out on Thursday to a girl at work who saw my wedding band and was like, oh, who, who's your spouse? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, she came at you with spouse? Yeah. So yeah, I'm she sure knew. she knew. Oh, she, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, trying to give you options. Sure. Um, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a <laughs> side story. Yeah, yeah. Um, that happens a lot. You have no idea how uh, much it's cut out. <laughs> That's good, though, because I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of maybe something difficult. Uh, I know one time that, actually, you were there. Uh, we had a project in school, but I, we actually stood up in class and we talked about, I, 
I think it brought up like how important it was to come out to the gay community or something like that and how it was to express your identity. Um, and that, I was like drenched in sweat. Yeah. I was really nervous. I was really red and it was just like, yes, class, I'm gay. I remember um, that. I don't remember. And, and that, it actually was put like a sense of freedom on me ever since, like, cause we had a bunch of classes after that. But, um, I know that made me feel good. I'm trying to think of a, a difficult coming out story though. I, cause the most difficult one is my dad really. Um, and you have yet to come out to him. Yeah. I've actually gotten into a deep conversation about it with my friends just on Friday night. Had a few drinks. <laughs> so <laughs> the floodgates were open. Um, and it was kind of, my friends were just asking like, why haven't you come out to him yet? Or like what? Cause what's stopping you? Cause like you said, isn't it obvious? Yeah. Because it is obvious uh, if you're looking or if you're really, it's not, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I would never have known. Um, it's okay. not <laughs> visually okay. like, anyway, sorry. No, yeah, you're good. I mean, maybe if you saw him at the bar, my hat is on, my hair is not as high as it normally is. So yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't try to hide it really, even in front of my dad. Um, where was I going with that before? Oh, your friends were asking what's oh. stopping you. So, um, I think a little bit of it's like a fear of the abandonment because my, my dad did travel a lot when he was, when I was younger, it was like, I never wanted to step out of line too much because there was so little to hold on to. Yeah. And it still feels like that now, like when we're together, we have good rapport. We'll joke and things like that. Father, son, time. But there's always something missing. And I'm afraid that if I do come out and he's against it, that it's like, all right, well, that's the end of the line. Like might just be the straw that breaks the back with our relationship or something like that, yeah. which can be a little irrational when I think about it. Cause I'm, he told, you know, he's told me, you know, you're everything to me. I'm his only, um, I do have a brother, but we have different dads. So technically I'm his only biological son. Okay. Um, he says I'm the most important thing, but it's, it's weird. I don't necessarily feel that, you know, words are, uh, just, you know, don't mean as much as action. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like just the things your dad is saying to you, I think he's giving you the freedom to just be yourself. I think is what it sounds like. I'm yeah. not trying to encourage you to come out to him because right. that's not the point, but I just feel like he's telling you, I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah. But I get your fear because that's really scary, especially since you only get just a little bit of him so far or at this point, you yeah. know, your whole life. Right. And so what if that's completely gone? Yeah. Yeah. How much time do you spend thinking about that? More than I would like. Yeah. Because it is, yeah, it's just becoming, like yesterday, it would have been nice to have him there, yeah. Um, and it's annoying to have to stress about stuff like that. Because it's just like, I don't I don't have to stress about that with my mom, my brother, my friends, things like that. I can just be myself. But for him, I've built up this wall. And I think, like you said, he is trying to reach out. And it's like, I have to get over my stuff and kind of be the bigger person I guess yeah yeah do you feel like you have to put your life in order or be okay with it yourself before you can make that jump yeah or, and do you even plan to make that jump at some point yes yeah I need to like for my own sanity <laughs> um I've gone to you know a therapist before and they were just like well if it doesn't matter to you then why or if you don't want to then you don't need to you don't have to you know there's some people that just they have fathers and mothers who are just not part of their lives and that's okay and I'm like but Really, um, it's not that damaged that I can't repair it still. So, or it's not to that extent where I can just shove him completely out of my life. Cause I do care about him and everything, you know, he's my dad. So 
I do plan to make the jump eventually. I uh, just, I don't know when. Do you think your mom and dad have spoken about this? My mom has never said that she's talked to my dad about it. Um, and me and my mom are pretty close. We, I mean, we've talked like adults since I was 13 or 14. Actually, I thought it was interesting. This just reminds me when I was 14. I guess this is the real coming out. Uh, my mom found some stuff on the computer. <laughs> and I was at my grandparents' house. And I got a phone call. And um, she was just like, can you go in the other room? And, and she's like, oh, are you gay? And I forgot about that. Uh, and I was 14. And I go, uh, no. And she goes, well, I found some stuff on the computer. Uh, lots of stuff. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> <laughs> before I knew how to erase history, clear cash cookies, you know, all that. Um, so you learned very quickly. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and she's like, you, you know, I'm not going to tell your dad. This is not something I'm going to tell him. Um, and I was like, okay. Like, I was surprised by that. And they, they were separated at the time. Uh, they still kind of talk to each other but she was completely like this is all you like but I lied and just said that you know people at school were calling me gay and so I needed to know if I was or not that's kind of a good cover <laughs> that's a horrible that's cover that's an awful lot of well, it's like that's <laughs> lots of months that's a lot of finding out lots of months well, hold um, on let me try one more time yeah. <laughs> let me see I'm still not sure just need to make sure um you know she asked if I need to talk to a priest I was like no 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 I'm good I'm good um so oh, so I guess by the time that's when I was 20 out story. yeah I guess that is my first official coming out story it's just not on purpose and still lied about it at the end, but yeah, yeah, busted, yeah, busted basically. Yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not gay, <laughs> but she told you then that she wasn't going to tell your dad, so yep. you think that's still the case? Uh, I think so. My, I think my mom has more confidence, like, we have more of a stronger relationship than I think they really ever. She doesn't want to defy my trust, yeah. Um, and she's been close to it before, I think, because we've had many discussions about it. Um, me and my mom, um, and she's like, Well, it's all you, like, you're. I'm not gonna step on any toes. Like you're gonna do what you want to do, and she knows. I mean, she's my mom, so she knows our whole history and relationship, and she understands maybe why I wouldn't want to. But me and my mom are all the, our famous phrase: was, "We don't get our dad or my dad. Yeah, we don't get it. We don't get why he does certain things. Why he does so." So when you were sort of discovering your own coming out yeah. situation, what kinds of feelings were you having, and how were you dealing with those feelings besides googling? <laughs> well besides trying to find out if I was gay um I since I was in church a lot like I was a typical pray the gay away every night like you know I just want to be normal um I don't want to be called faggot in school um I, I was made fun of since I was because I had long hair even in kindergarten so up down to my butt so I would really? go to school yeah yeah and people would be like, are you a girl? Are you a boy? And I'm just like, well, I'm a boy. But just, I remember ever since then, people, and I would always hang out with girls. My friends were always girls, best yeah. friends. Um, so people would call me girl. And then eventually when they realized what gay was, they would start calling me gay. Um, did they call you girl or did they call you girl? <laughs> I prefer the latter. Um, and some of those straight boys probably say girl now, the yeah. second one, because uh, they're not straight. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, but what was your original question? How was I feel? praying the gateway? Was yeah. basically my answer to that. Um, I was depressed. Um, my mom had a boyfriend, and they had kids. 
I remember having a crush on one of them. <laughs> oh, damn it. And when my mom and her boyfriend broke up, I remember, like, missing him a lot. But I didn't realize it was a crush again. Sorry, Mom, if you listen to this, because that's weird. But <laughs> um, Those things happen. Yeah. And I think now she would know if I had, um, if I told her anyway. But how can I get rid of this? How can, you know, uh, you know, I thought about suicide, things like that. I wrote in a journal, a live journal, about all my feelings. Um, I would occasionally talk to someone on MySpace or something like that about being gay, or both in the closet. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of my strategy for it. Okay. Yeah. So I know you and your mom are close, but when you were having these thoughts and you mentioned suicide, what did you, I mean, other than writing, what outlet did you pursue? How did you get through that, those thoughts? It was just kind of, I mean, mainly it was writing. I wrote a lot when I was younger. Um, I don't know exactly. It was just kind of, I got over it as I got older. Um, I, okay. So theater, I guess. Theater was kind of my outlet to be me. Mm -hmm. uh, and express different things I like to do, dancing, singing, you know, acting, all that, and all the stuff behind the scenes. Uh, it was kind of like I found people that were more like me, and I w wasn't necessarily being completely myself because I was still in the closet, uh, but there were people that could be, like, flamboyant or um, kind of be out there and kind of acting and things. And once I found my people, probably sophomore year, freshman year of high school, or sophomore, uh, junior year of high school, I started to feel like I could be more myself. Mm -hmm. Still dating girls, um, but I wasn't as lonely anymore, I guess. But for that one hour, Monday through Friday, you could be a little more flamboyant. Yes. Yeah, yeah I could okay. go to class and... So that helped you? Just oh, yeah. Just sort of come into your own skin and feel better about where you were going with life? Yeah, because I was always an outsider and I didn't have like a lot of male friends or whatever, but... And once I got into theater and I started having more male friends, I felt like I fit in more, I yeah. guess. Because... I wasn't just the guy that hung out with girls. Not that's a bad thing, but I wasn't the guy that just hung out with girls all the time. So it's funny because um, I do feel like a lot of people feel alone in their thoughts about themselves, about am I really gay? And before you really come out and realize who you are, you know, it is an isolating feeling, I think, for a lot of people. I don't know about you, Matt, but... Well, we discussed it last, last yeah. time. It's, um, I wasn't going to tell anybody. Yeah. And so this is something you have to do all by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's people out there, but when you first realize you're gay... It feels like you're the only person in the world. Oh, yeah. And so when you started it's finding... It's not a feeling where you're like, sweet! Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're not like, yes, yes. yes. Oh, my God. And is my family going to accept me? And You had drama back then. What do you do now to... Um, well, I would say that, like, yes, I am confident with myself, but I still suffer with depression. Um, you know, I've been to a few therapists for things like that. And I think some of them are still related to me not being myself completely and the dad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, because there's little parts of it that for some reason will still bug me. But for now, I, I, you know, I have a really good group of friends. Um, there's probably like 15 to 20 of us that we can, every weekend, we can all get together and do something. Um, so it's just seeing... <laughs> Sometimes we're like, so who are our straight friends again? Because <laughs> so, it's like we, oh, that's our straight friend. Because like we've just built up this big community that it's almost opposite of what the heteronormative perspective is on, yeah. you know. So it's just really being around that community. And I live in Midtown of Phoenix. So, you know, gay bars everywhere. Um, you know, I've lived all over the Phoenix area, but I've always felt most comfortable in that area. Right. Near the Melrose District and things like that, so where all the gays are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So we'll do gay runs. I'm in gay gay volleyball league. <laughs> so They call it the Fruit Loop. 
Are you in the gay softball league? Uh, I used to play softball. Oh, okay. Uh, Cactus Cities for a long time. I just took a break about a year. Okay. Uh, is that uh, the softball, the sand volleyball down off Central Indian Steel? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, that's where we play. I played there for one season with a mean lesbian. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm got- yes. <laughs> I would miss what a ball and she would just glare at me. And, and it was just like, she wanted to kill me. I was like, you know, this is not fun. What was her name? Let's talk about that. So she can know that the way that she treated people drove them away. Her name was every mean lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> that was her name. <laughs> and they all need to all right. learn. They still exist. I see lesbians, them. <laughs> lesbians, if you're listening... You don't have to be so competitive. Come on. It's for fun. She's like, I don't know about that. It's about winning, Matt. I was going to ask you about your first experience with a guy. Do you want to talk about that? Are you sure. really talking about that? Yeah, yeah. What um, was it? So my first date, I guess, was my first time uh, doing anything with a guy at the same time. Uh, I was 17. Way to take it slow. Yeah, 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 just right out of the gate. <laughs> uh, I just graduated high school, um, and I met him probably through MySpace or something like that. I met him online, uh, but he lived close by me. Uh, he worked at Fazoli's, because I remember when we made out, he smelled like breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I go to Fazoli's, I still think about him. <laughs> He picked me up in his truck, um, and we went to go see The Omen, the remake Ooh. of The Omen. Scary movie. Yeah, nice, um, scary date movie. Um, pretty sure our hands were down each other's pants <laughs> in the back of the theater. It was just like, Perfect. oh, gay date, must do everything now. Like, yeah. you know, years of waiting. Um, Chance will never come again. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, we went to In-N-Out before that, so very romantic. During the middle of the day, yeah, very crowded. Children screaming, very romantic. Um, <laughs> went to the movie after that. Uh, we hung out a few times after that. Um, but then I wasn't feeling it after a while. He got a little crazy. Um, oh, funny that. Yeah, it happens. Let's not gloss over that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally something interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, In-N-Out Burger and then a movie, th- those are not high conversation areas. No. Okay, so it was okay, so, pretty physical only? Uh, yeah, there was no really, like, it was just like, you're gay, I'm gay, let's do this now. Let's like touch each other. Yeah, and we let's both, li- we live within a mile of each other. Okay. Let's be gay, let's fool around. Um, I think we parked near my old elementary school and fooled around there. Oh, yeah. In the truck. Romantic. Oh, yeah, it was... Were you still living at home? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you said high school. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no worries. Um, yeah, I was still living at home. He did come over once or twice. I'd had to sneak him in through my window because my mom did not know at that point or we didn't talk about it after the porn incident. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, after a while, it was just like he got really clingy and I was kind of like, okay, well, I want to see what else is out there because one boy. Yep. Yeah, kind of because everyone goes to their little slut phase. And that was just the very beginning of mine. So, so there's a, there's been a a line of questioning that I've hesitated on asking. Why? Well, because I don't. I sometimes wonder if they are gay because they were abused younger, and I don't know if that's a cause or, you know, like would would they be gay if that had not happened? Yeah. What do you think? Right. Um, well, yes, I was an altar boy and all that. Um, Luckily, no abuse was suffered 
then. Um, mm-hmm. Although I did find out that our priest was gay. He left the church and That's moved to San Francisco and like got a husband and all that, my mom told me. But I was in the church at the time when all that stuff happened uh, in the Phoenix area. So that was like a big deal. Luckily, no, that stuff happened. Um, I don't know if I should say or not. <laughs> uh, well, and, I, and I don't want to pry it out. I'm right. Just, it's, it's been an observation, and, and if, if there's something you want to talk about, here's an opportunity. But if it's uncomfortable... Well, I would say that, I, without saying any names or anything, um, okay. when I was probably three or four, you know, an incident happened with a family member. I didn't really realize that it was bad or anything like that. Um, but recently, that family member was talking about it, and they were like, I made Dom gay. I did this. And they were feeling really guilty about it. Um, good, but right, they right. It. Yes. Yeah. And so, did this become a family discussion, um, or was this a one-on-one conversation? It, it it was repeated back to me by someone else in my family. Okay. Uh, they were talking to someone else in my family about it, and they said, "You know, I made Don gay," um, and I was telling the person that told me, "You know, I don't think that's the case. Um, I feel like I would be either way, but I think that that's really interesting that they would like take the blame." For that because they didn't know what they were doing they were young too mm-hmm. um and they didn't really know that that could affect someone i guess the way that it might um but yeah i, I thought about that more as an adult and i'm like i wonder if that didn't happen you know what would be my tendency to be gay or to find affection for men because you know when i was younger did that make me feel like i was loved or something like that mm-hmm. uh, or make me feel like I could be closer to someone because of that or something like that. Yeah. Was this a one thing that just happened and it, it never happened again, so you didn't pay it a whole lot of mind? Um, well, I always remember it. Okay. Um, and I remember I, which is, it feels weird to say it, but I remember I was I was okay with it. Like, I, I liked it at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why. So... That's it, a really young age to make uh, the distinction, to understand that maybe what was happening wasn't okay. Yeah. If you're physical, if your bodily reaction is, ooh, this feels nice, yeah. then I don't, at that age, I don't think a person is capable of understanding that maybe it's not exactly the right thing to be doing. It's a little Freudian. Yeah. <laughs> um, to use our psychology. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what it makes me think of a little bit is just like, it maybe wasn't like sexual pleasure that I necessarily knew that I was feeling, but if you translate it, and it's not the same as, you know, now as an adult feeling the same, but Maybe the same feelings are triggered or yeah. something like that. The chemicals well, in your brain. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Sure, I yeah. Mean, it's always been a, a question I've wanted to ask. but One of the reasons I was running that 5K yesterday was just kind of like, I feel like I've come to a place where I'm I'm getting out of a, a hole, I guess, a, a depression a little bit. Running that 5K yesterday was kind of like when I was running, I was like, okay, one mile for every year that I've been depressed mm. uh, is the way I was trying to think of it. After the second mile, it was like, all right, almost there, almost there. Don't stop, don't stop. You know, start, just think about the last three years and, like, what this actually symbolizes to you, that you're you're coming out of something, you're going out of something. So Powering it, through it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like uh, running right now is nothing compared to what I feel like I've been through the last three years. Yeah. And that's what I had to keep telling myself. So, yes, I do think that in five years... <laughs> Because that's just kind of my personality. I'm I've been a I've been the emo kid. I've been like very deep in my feelings. I hold them in, and I think a lot about very sensitive about stuff. Uh, so I don't think that's ever really going to change. It's just learning how to deal with it more. But I think that that will always be a part of me, and not, I just need to be okay with that too. 
yeah. as long as I know how to deal with it. So. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell physically I'm not a runner. <laughs> what? what? I don't understand this laughter, but um, <laughs> when you're running, is that like a, a form of meditation? You, you say that you just start thinking about things. I would be thinking about all the air I'm not getting and dying. <laughs> but when you're running, you seem to kind of get into the zone, a meditative state. Yeah, it almost has to, because I mean, I've ran and I think about, oh, this sucks, this hurts, I can't breathe, things like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's almost like I've had to train myself to either be mad about something or um, pretend I'm in a music video or, or um, like, think about the These last three years. <laughs> exactly. I mean... Are you running and then you take, like, one step to the right like it's a move? Yeah, you just a little turn, you know, sashay, uh, you know. But... <laughs> It, it does help, though, to think about something like that. <laughs> Last week, I got a ticket. Oh, uh, for running? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was running so fast, so fast that, no. Like, you know, and doing things like that, everyone says it, like, it makes you feel better. Helps with the chemistry, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gets all those endorphins going, and so... Mm -hmm. That's as much science as I know. <laughs> endorphins? That's my contribution for today's science. Endorphins. Chemicals. <laughs> uh, what was I going to ask? Science with Matt. Oh. Any organizations you think about that would be helpful or are near and dear to your heart? Uh, I guess the one that I've been supporting the most lately is Planned Parenthood. Awesome. It, I know that doesn't necessarily have to do with gay. I mean, it does, but <laughs> uh, it's not specifically gay. But uh, my friend started working for Planned Parenthood uh, a few months ago. And so yesterday I ran with a Planned Parenthood shirt. I just think that's really important right now um, for a lot of people, especially, especially the education part. Um, I just think that the education system as far as sexual health for me failed mm -hmm. uh, as a kid or as a gay kid. And I think that happened for a lot of people I know that aren't gay. So it's important to get that education out to all of them because unfortunately, you know, can have bad, worse consequences. Yeah. So I'm unaware of it. Does Planned Parenthood deal with a lot of LGBT um, yep. issues? Yeah. Um, they're actually, right now they're trying to get um, PrEP or Truvada. Uh, for, I mean, for gay men, uh, it's the pill that helps prevent HIV. Oh, okay. Um, so they're trying to be able to provide that to uh, gay men as well. Um, they provide education and testing. Yes. So, uh, for HIV? For, for everyone. Everything? The, yep, everything. Okay. STIs. Yep. No longer Ds. Yes. So it's a place for everyone to come. I'm old school. It's still STD. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Well, thank you very, very much for oh, sharing welcome. your stories with us and, and spending your, your morning with us. Of yeah. course. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Outhouse Podcast. Thank you very much. Our uh, episodes are going to be coming out on Mondays. On Mondays each week. So go ahead and schedule that. And if you can, please rate, review, and subscribe to iTunes and Google Play. Not iTunes. Not Tunes, like I said last time. <laughs> All right, seriously, you're listening to this right now. All you have to do is click on that button, say review, type out a couple words. I don't care if it's good or bad. Hopefully it's good. I care. Um, uh, just do that. And then that, all day long you can say, I help somebody. Yeah, There's you your good deed for the day. Yeah, true. Pay it forward. You've, all you have forward. to do is click and type. Five star it forward. Three seconds. Five star it forward. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Give it five stars even if you say something negative. I hated it five stars worth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good example. <laughs> That's a horrible example. You just, yeah, okay. Your honest opinion is really what we're looking for. All right. We also have a closed group on Facebook. Uh, search the Outhouse Podcast. 
Uh, also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I can't remember what else we have. Oh, email us at theouthousepodcast at gmail.com. If you have a story that you want to share, even if you're not sure if it's a good story, reach out to us and let us know. We want to hear about it. That's a wrap. And scene. And scene. Love it. Thanks. Cheers.